Welcome to the Potion Podcast, your raw look at the hospitality industry, brought to you by SHC. This week's episode is proudly sponsored by Bar Green Ellington for all your restaurant and bar needs. Visit bargreen.com for the full portfolio. What's happening, PostShift? Just welcome back to another episode of the PostShift Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Sean Sewell. Um, this week, I'm actually going to do a seminar. Now, if you're listening to this via audio, you'll still get a lot of the information, but I would suggest you pop over to the YouTube channel, uh, the SHC YouTube channel. Just look up Sewell Hospitality Concepts on YouTube, and you will find the video with the actual slide share that I've done for this uh, video. Um, but if you, you are still going to get a ton of information about TikTok and the brands in 2021, 2022, that's what the sim- this is all about. This is how to use TikTok in this new age. TikTok is a relatively new social media platform. I don't think a lot of brands really understand it. They still think it's young kids dancing to songs and ad-libbing, but it's way, way more than that. How do I know? Because I'm on it. I'm on TikTok. I've done pretty okay for myself on TikTok. Um, If you don't know who I am, if you're watching this for the very first time, if you're watching the Posture podcast for the very first time or listening to the Posture podcast for the very first time, Thank you for the support. Uh, I am a bartender by trade. I still bartend a couple of nights a week and I still run a bar called Clive's Castle Lounge on the Shadow of Victoria. I'm a hospitality entrepreneur. I have a number of different companies, uh, hospitality consulting, a uh, media and marketing company, um, and a branding and design company, and amongst other things as well. But they're my big things. And the media marketing company really is going to play into this TikTok seminar quite a lot. Um, I'm at 90,000 followers and counting on TikTok. And uh, Vine Pear mentioned that I'm one of the most interesting drink counts to follow on TikTok, which was kind of cool um, because I never thought that a 40-year-old white dude would be popular on TikTok. But I'm trying to prove my case study wrong, I suppose. Um, TikTok for me has been about case studying how this can be used for brands um, and make those connections. Uh, we're going to be looking at a few accounts. I've found new accounts since I did the seminar, um, which I'll mention really quickly. But there's been some really great people and brands making a name for themselves on TikTok, and I love watching it. Um, I started looking at TikTok because it's a new platform. I sort of try and get onto new platforms and start working new platforms as often as I can. Um, and this one was uh, one that really didn't resonate with me at the start. Um, it was that 16, 17, 18, 19 year old demographic dancing and ad libbing, but I did see some cocktail videos and I sort of watched for about six months how these cocktail videos were changing, what demographic it was ch- chasing after, what sort of gimmicks were they playing with, and that sort of thing. So I'm going to talk a little bit about my personal journey on TikTok for this one, um, but we're going to kick it off a little bit further. Um, so let's go. So, what do you want to use social media for? I don't think personally a lot of brands have any idea what they're using social media for. They see it as a traditional medium, as same as billboards and radio ads and magazine articles. And I disagree with that. The top line here, sales. Obviously, you want people to buy your product. This is a little bit difficult, especially in the DTC market, um, for people to understand because the age gap and the age gates that are part of social media um, do hinder alcohol sales on the platforms. So sales is something that, Yes, that's the end game, but I don't think it's the primary purpose. Marketing, of course, you're putting your brand name out there. People are seeing your brand. This is a very simple, like putting your brand in front of people's faces and giving them a message. Very, very straightforward. That is more traditional media. But the big ones for me, for social media, for brands, is brand building and consumer interaction on the micro and macro. Those last two ones. 
I don't believe that many brands on social media right now are doing their best for brand building and customer interaction because they don't answer comments. They don't like comments. They don't engage with their followers in any way, shape, or form. I've looked at tens of thousands of posts um, looking at this exact thing, like people asking, where can I buy your product? I'm in such and such. And no one answering that, whether that be the brand itself or the social media company that they've got hired to do this sort of stuff. Answering comments is one of the easiest ways to connect with your consumer and build your brand. It, it, it does my head in that people romance uh, big trade shows where you're handing out business cards and you're getting given business cards and all this sort of stuff. When social media is a digital form of this, if someone asks you where your product is, within the first 24 hours, you should be able to tell them where you can get it, a link to where you can get it, all these different things. And I don't believe, I think I would say 90% of all brands out there do not engage with their clientele and with their consumer as well as they should. And TikTok is going to shake that up because you need to. If you want your videos to actually like get traction and build a brand, you need to engage with your, with your uh, consumer and with your commenters because if you don't, TikTok's algorithm, we're just going to push you down. So brand building and consumer interaction, I think for most social media platforms is the primary reason that we should be really looking at social media. And secondary, it's the best way to interact with your guests on a micro and macro level, whether it's around the distillery, around the winery, or mass market DDC or um, markets overseas. It just it expands exponentially. It's a digital handshake, and you really need to keep that in mind. Let's look at some statistics because a lot of people keep telling me, oh, well, Facebook is done and Twitter is done and Instagram is done and this is done and this is done. And like, why would I do TikTok? Because TikTok doesn't make sense for my brand and so on and so forth. So let's start with Facebook. Facebook was established 2004. Like we're talking like one of the very first platforms. I think Twitter came just after that. 2.7 billion monthly active users. And you can see your age groups there. Like it is still a very young demographic with that 30 to 49%, uh, 30, 30 to 49 year old market, 77% of that market actually uses the platform, which is massive. Gender, 54% female, 46% male. Now, gender is very important because you're going to start seeing that a trend in this one. So Instagram, 2010, 1 billion monthly active users. Um, Instagram has gone over a massive overhaul recently about being a video sharing platform, not a picture sharing platform, as well as hashtags and stuff. That's a different seminar all over together. But um, I really don't want you to be jumping into TikTok if you haven't got your Instagram dialed in. Um, as you can see, same sort of demos, um, definitely skewing to that 18 to 29%. Only 30 to 49% of uh, 30, 30 to 49 year olds use this, just less than 50%. So this is the thing is like a lot of brands assume that these markets um, and these demos exist um, continuously with this certain demographic they're chasing. As you can see, it definitely changes between Facebook and Instagram. Now, Facebook and Instagram definitely have an issue with uh, a lot of white noise on the platform. There's a lot of stuff going on there because of the amount of users they've got. Finally, TikTok. Now, it was Musical.ly before this, so 2016. It became TikTok only in the last two to three years. Only 688, 689 million monthly active users. This is a big one. As you can see, much lower um, age group, 
demographics there, 48% for the 18 to 29 in comparison to like your Facebook and Instagram. 20% from that 30 to 49%. So there's a big chunk of people that are using this that are still in that older demographic, which people keep bringing up for me. Um, I'm going to put a little statistic down on this one just so you can sort of see where this all this information came from so you can look it up yourself. 44% of TikTok users are female, 56% users are male. Now, this is the funny thing when it comes to demographics and stuff like that. I find a lot of my followers, a lot of the people that comment on my videos are probably in that 30 to 49, 30 to 49-year-old range and are definitely probably skewing heavily towards the female market. Um, I can bring up my stats uh, fairly shortly as well. So let's talk algorithms. We are just talking the algorithms about the change in Facebook and Instagram. Facebook is a lot of white noise. So is Instagram to a degree. Instagram has changed. They're definitely leaning towards more video content. They're reels, um, that sort of thing, mainly because they're trying to go up against TikTok. This is a big thing. They're trying to get, go up against TikTok and take, try and take a little market share away from TikTok. Um, do I think this play is going to be a smart play long-term? They've got an interesting, they've got a, already got a pretty solid base, but the problem with it is that that base likes it for a certain reason. They're not going to change their behavior to take away anything from TikTok. So Facebook and Instagram is combined De decades of data collection. Now, this is every video you've liked, every post you've liked. This is what builds the algorithm and pushes information down to you. Very specific, very niche algorithms, relationships, timelessness, interest, frequency use, followers following, interactions. My opinion on this one is that it's 90% niche and 10% outliers. So what does that mean? I mean that like all the stuff that's on your feed 90% of it has been designed and pushed forward just for you because of your likes, your dislikes, your group followings, your comments, everything. will automatically, we all know this. We watch a video and then next thing you know, it's like barstool videos because you like the pizza reviews. Bang, 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 one after the other. So it's very, very, very niche, very tailored towards you. 10% outliers when you get the tipsy bartender who I love, but tipsy bartender jumps on your feet and you're like, I'm never going to make a massive punch bowl in a esky ever. Um, but these are the, this is the way that Facebook and Instagram works. They, they give you 90% of what you want. And then just that little bit, hmm, maybe you'll like this one. Or maybe you'll like this one. The 10% outliers. TikTok is very, very user-driven. It's exactly what you sort of watch. Bourbon TikTok, I get stuff on my TikTok that I'm like, why am I seeing this? But I do believe it's user interactions, hashtags, music, captions. Still very basic in the same way as that Instagram works. But I do believe that TikTok is more 10% niche and 90% outliers. You're going to get a massive shotgun blast of content thrown in front of you on a daily basis just because that's the way TikTok works. So I actually have to move my screen just over here a little bit. There we go. Um, this is brand messaging. I want to sort of show you this. Brand messaging is you're going to put in the same amount of effort into Facebook and Instagram, but the feedback from that effort is going to be a bit smaller from Facebook and Instagram because it goes back to that white noise I was talking about. The engagement on Facebook and Instagram is very, very different. There's a lot of information out there. So the feedback and the consumer engagement you're going to get from your Facebook and Instagram posts is going to be very, very different than if it's um, on TikTok. TikTok is definitely, you can put your brand message out and you're going to get a huge amount of engagement back. And so that is the big one for my brand messaging is it goes back to that 90%, 10% niche sort of deal. Oh, I'm going to have to shrink my screen now. Oh, my goodness. Okay, there we go. Um, this is something I sort of 
have coined and I work with a lot of people and it's just the way I sort of push the messaging of fa- of social media. Facebook and Instagram is how do you want your consumers to perceive our products? So your message is all about, this is how we believe you should use our products. This is how you should feel about our products. This is the, the emotion and the connection to our products you should have. TikTok is opposite. How does the consumer perceive our product? And this is a, a massive sort of, I suppose if you can imagine it being like a, a racquetball court and you smack that racquetball and you've just done that one hit, that one big hit, you put all your power behind it, everything, all the other bounces are your engagement. That's TikTok. That is the bounces coming back to you, the bounces going between users, the bounces getting shared on different social media platforms. TikTok is a racquetball court with a racquetball being bounced around inside it. And this is what I'm going to talk about. This is what I'm really talking about. So let's look at Shake Shack. Someone talked to me about Shake Shack a little while ago. Shake Shack really is an incredible dichotomy of what Instagram versus TikTok is. Now, if you look at Shake Shack's Instagram uh, portfolio or profile, um, it is all very, very, very polished, very, very staged, very, very professionally taken photos. It is kind of incredible. This is exactly what you would expect from a marketing team who's traditionally done traditional media and then put this up onto the Shake Shack uh, things. To mention this, Shake Shack has epic engagement, likes, and comments, but no one ever answers the comments in the comment section on the Instagram. I ch- double check that. Um, it kind of is insane. And so, as you can see, super polished, well thought out, planned content on the profile. Now, let's look at TikTok. Now, this is a perfect example of what do we want our consumers to think, perceive about our brand? And TikTok is. How do our consumers perceive the brand? This is a perfect example of that little adage I was showing you. Shake Shack is all about reusing influencer um, influencer videos. As you can just see from these posts that I've got here, it's all leaning towards any trends that are going on in um, on TikTok at the time, dancing trends, music trends, a whole bunch of stuff. But they really lean into the influencer marketing. Who and where our our people watching like or enjoying our brand like like really take a look at this take this in this is a perfect example of how do we want people to perceive our brand and how they perceive it they repost videos from people um they do a whole bunch of stuff that really shows people how people perceive their brand it's an epic dichotomy and i absolutely love the the mix match between Shake Shack's Instagram and TikTok in a big way. But this is really about documenting over creating, whereas the Instagram is all about like polished, preen, nice, good. So let's just put that out there. Facebook, Instagram versus TikTok. Facebook and Instagram, polished, styled, brand controlled, becoming traditional, huge usership saturation with massive pros and cons. We've talked about that. TikTok, raw, authentic, fun, culturally relevant in the micro, in your little sphere of things, and macro market insights. It really does show you where your major markets are. The US is a massive market for me. Canada rarely even watches my TikToks, but the US is absolutely massive for me. I think I'm at 73% of the US is the market. But this is really overall something that a lot of brands do is they do this super polished sort of stuff. I like raw and authentic. I talked about raw and authentic on social media a lot, but 
the raw, authentic and fun always for me resonates way better than the super polished, crazy brand controlled sort of um, uh, styling that a lot of people do. Not my, not my shtick, but not uh, saying it's not, not wrong, but this is the real difference between Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. I know a couple of bartenders who have been really, really popular on Instagram and they try to make the move to TikTok and they haven't, they failed a little bit because they've done their polished overproduced videos, slow-mos and all that sort of stuff um, on, on Instagram and just moved it straight to TikTok. And TikTok doesn't resonate with that. They want to see like talking. They want to see some engagement. They want to see some back and forth. Um, that's one thing that I've seen a lot of bartenders make the mistake of just putting their polished slow-mo fancy pause, all that sort of stuff on TikTok and it falls short. So let's talk about strategies. Strategies on TikTok is very, very interesting. Um, I'm going to talk about in-house to start with. Now, a lot of brands don't even have a successful in-house social media marketing program. Um, they post once a week on Instagram. They maybe post once every two weeks on Facebook. They don't really have a great strategy when it comes to in-house marketing. Um, so it's hard for me to talk about doing TikTok when you're not really doing Facebook and Instagram very well yet. So in-house, I think the best in-house example uh, is Blue Coat Gin out of Philadelphia. Um, they have a, they actually hired an in-house brand, digital brand ambassador, Nico Diaz, when COVID hit. His main job is to go, job is to go in and create content for Philadelphia, uh, for Blue Coat Gin in Philadelphia. Um, they post at least five times a week. They showcase... Uh, Philadelphia, over, not just over their cocktails or their distillery, they really showcase all of Philly, other bars that are using their products, um, looking around Philadelphia, doing some nice, like, model-y, fa fancy, fun shoots at uh, landmarks in Philadelphia. They do a really great job at building a community around Philadelphia based around Blue Coat Gin, which I absolutely love. Um, and then they do a controlled brand message, but very TikTok-styled. Like, they're fun, they're hip, they're an American gin company. All this sort of stuff that really, really resonates with people is giving them that story, that that unpolished, authentic, fun story. Um, I think Blue Coat Gin does a fantastic job at their social media on TikTok. Absolutely 10 out of 10. Here are a couple of other um, in-house ones. Now, if you're thinking like, oh, well, I'm a fancy winery or I'm a brewery and uh, I can't do TikTok because it doesn't fit with my brand. It's not your responsibility. Like I said, who? how do people perceive your brand? This is the big thing that I need you to get through your head. Um, there is uh, wineries in France that are like third generation wineries out of France that have a TikTok account and they show videos of them harvesting. They show videos of them pruning. They do all these sort of things. They, I'm actually blown away with the amount of older generational family farms in France and in Europe that are just killing it. Just killing it on TikTok. Absolutely love it. Between the Lions and Ontario, they do some really great stuff. I don't look at the followers and stuff like that because at the end of the day, they do, they're making great content that will eventually stick and resonate with people who are following them. Wine Folly, everybody knows who Wine Folly is. Um, if you don't, you really should follow them. Really great videos. They've taken what they do on Instagram and Facebook and really made it a little bit more fun and authentic for TikTok. And then finally, Station Cold Brew um, out of uh, the East Coast here in Canada. Um, they do some really fun stuff. And, and the girl, the marketing genius behind all this, um, she just does some fantastically fun stuff. She's always on 
every trend. She just has a huge amount of fun with the TikTok. And I really just love the way that their whole TikTok just sort of plays out really nicely. So that's the strategy for in-house. Now, if you have the bandwidth to do your Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok properly, correctly, and well thought out strategically, go in-house. I do believe, though, that TikTok is about brand alignment with influencers. I do believe that TikTok is a mixture of modern day influencer marketing along with uh, old school um, old school product placement. And I'm going to explain to you why. Because, because the thing is like when I do my videos, I just say vodka. Now it may be using Kettle One or whichever vodka I use or whichever gin I use, but I always just say gin. This is where this connection to your clientele, your, this connection to the right people really can resonate really, really well. If I make a lemon drop, which is one of my f- most popular videos on TikTok, if I make a lemon drop and say Kettle One Vodka, people in their head goes, I have to make my, my lemon drops with Kettle One Vodka. If I do my old fashioned, I'm using Knob Creek bourbon. Usually I just put bourbon. This is where the old school product placement with the nouveau influencer marketing can really resonate with the right people. We're looking at a really big macro market. A lot of people follow cocktail videos because they love making cocktails at home or they just like making asking for cocktails when they go out. But influencer marketing on TikTok can be really, really, really beneficial. I have a couple of uh, influencers here that I've personally picked. Um, aligning with the right candidates, researching those candidates, see what sort of style they have. Do that, does that align with your brand? So on and so forth. Now, this is the hard one for a lot of brands to like let go on. You have to let the influencer showcase your product the way that they want it to be showcased. It's not about brand messaging. It's not about being on point with brand. It's about allowing the influencer to bring your product to their consumers or their followers with their style. Trying to construe this brand message into it is literally the one way that you will lose that raw and authentic nature of TikTok and it won't work. It won't resonate. It won't do well. TikTok's algorithms and its uh, analytics are epic. It can tell you exactly what, how many people watch the video, how long they watched it for, everything. Um, but I do believe that brands need to lose control a little bit for their brand message when working with influencers, let the influencer do the brand messaging for you. Because if they, if you pick the right influencer, they're going to do right by you, period. So these two, let's have a look. Bar chemistry. Um, he's an entry-level bartending following. He's a lot of people. He's a lot of college, university, um, nightclub sort of bartending uh, videos, which I really, really love. Um, he asks, answers a lot of crazy questions. Um, he has approachable knowledge. His knowledge is actually really, really good. Um, he really knows what he's talking about when it comes to stuff. He does some fun videos. People love it. Awesome. Massive mainstream audience. 1.5 million followers. I'm sure it's up more than that. He's trying to do bartending courses now for like how to get your first bartending job. Love leveraging that sort of stuff. But if you've got a fun brand, screwball like whiskey or... Um, a new liqueur or a new flavored vodka or something. This is the guy that's really, really, really going to bring your brand to a mass market and have fun with it. He does anime cocktails and a whole bunch of stuff. I love bar chemistry. I think he's a fantastic uh, influencer. Awesome. Awesome dude. Next up. Now, Caitlin Stewart, 
my lovely Caitlin. I love her to death. Uh, Likeable Cocktails out of Vancouver. She does some fantastic cocktails. Higher level cocktail bartender, but she's still fun, approachable, and experienced. She does simple cocktails to high concept. Um, She just does some fantastic things. As an LGBTQ female bartender, um, she answers a lot of questions from other female bartenders or she really approaches how she deals with issues in the industry her way. And I think she just does a fantastic job. She was um, a world class, the Diageo world class bartender of the year in 2018 or 2017, I believe. Um, so she really knows her shit. And I just love everything she does. If you were a, a brand that's in the upper middle area of branding and what you want to sort of put across and how you want to put it across with some really delicious cocktails. This is the person you would pick. She is fantastic. She'll make your brand sing and she'll make a fantastically great cocktail. I love her videos. I just adore Kate's a lot. Um, but this is the thing is like, she would align perfectly with some high-end brands. So keep that in mind. That's your strategy for influencer marketing. Tips and tricks. Now, this one's the hard one for a lot of people because a lot of people believe that they can post once every three days or once every seven days or whatever. TikTok, you post daily. You have to post daily. Um, You don't need to do a massive title, just like three or four words. Maximum researched hashtags. So you can go onto um, your search and just type in hashtags like uh, cocktails, so on and so forth. Get about seven or eight uh, like really high-ranking um, hashtags, cocktails, drinks, drink talk, cocktail talk, those sort of things. Um, and really use those because you, then you just cut and paste and every single time your video really does really well. Hashtag FYP for you page is always a good one as well. Um, watch for trends and trending songs. So there's always trends. You have to spend a couple of hours on TikTok every day, sort of seeing what's going through, every, what everybody's doing, see how things are playing out. Um, see new songs, those sort of things. See new trends. You can always apply new trends to the liquor industry. Very, very easy. Again, one of my biggest things, answer all comments. This is a fucking big one. I don't understand how people answer all the comments because it'll help your algorithm. It'll help push your video back up. It'll continually, it shows TikTok that you're engaging with your followers and engagement with your followers is the main thing that TikTok really, really wants to do. Check Q&A and mentions. It's a little tab. Once you get into TikTok, just make sure you're always doing it. I'm behind a little bit. I've got to do a few videos based off my Q&As and mentions, but it's a really nice way to create a simple piece of content that isn't too hard to think about because you just got a question. Answer the question. You're going to mention. Answer the mention. Tons and tons of little things that you can make quick and easy content that people will resonate with. So there's my tips and tricks. So Thank you so much for all this, guys. Like, I really appreciate you listening. I've got all my my handles and whatnot if you're watching the video here. Um, if you're listening, just hit me up on Instagram at Sean Sewell. Um, I do believe that TikTok is something that 2022 is really, really going to be a focus for. I think 2021, if you're early in the gate, you're going to make some good, good moves into the social media sphere and make some really good long-term um, followers and likes and comments and so on and so forth. 2022, I think is going to be the saturation point mid 2022 when everybody's going to be on the platform. We're going to start seeing that 1 billion users monthly, similar to Instagram and so on and so forth. So get in there now, make it work for you and use that leverage so that you can keep building that because you can take any TikTok video you do and post it as an Instagram story on Instagram, which then automatically 
gives you another piece of content, another three pieces of content and stories on Instagram. And this is the way you got to look at your social media. I've talked about social media for distilleries, lots and lots and lots. But on that note, thanks as always for support, guys. That is TikTok and brands in 2021, 2022. Um, hope to see you soon, guys. Thanks as always. Chat to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening, Pose Shifters. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I really enjoy sitting down with friends and peers and uh, just chatting about the industry and getting down to the nuts and bolts of what's really going on out there. Uh, Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, everything on all the platforms. Just hit it up and I'll do my best to answer any queries or questions you have. I'll see you next week, guys. Bye.